Now that Pinvru was taken care of, and in an appropriately embarrassing manner, I might add, um, the rowdy boys could wrap up their work in the burrows. Saying goodbye to Quinn and Rosen were hard, but the connections we made and the mysterious artifact that we found would continue to haunt us into the future. As tendrils of silver, glowing with bright light, begin to ebb in and out of it, moving liquefied, but in midair, floating magically around. Erwin, barely able to breathe through his swollen face. The woman to the back. They have boots, traveler's pants, and a traveler's shirt, and a fuchsia-colored headband keeping back their black dreads, their ears pointed up toward the ceiling. Just with that, you're assuming this is an elf, but maybe with some fey connections. Lifts her hands from the chains and says, Do not touch that! as you bring your hand closer with the emerald ring. Oh, this, hold on. This uh, pointy-eared gal is shackled to the wall? Okay. Yes, in the dungeon area of this chapel. Okay. Um, so, is Erwin, can I see if Erwin is conscious or not? He is conscious, but barely. Um, I want to, and remind me, am I alone right now? Ayas is standing right behind you. He was reaching his hand out with his emerald ring to attempt to control this this chaotic portal magic. I was going to grab it. Yeah. <laughs> and this gal just told us not to grab it. Yeah. Okay. So I, I can get one action from uh, Telnius and one action from Ayas, and then we'll go up top to Kaloon, who would have heard at least voices. Okay. Um, my action, um, I want to call out to um, Erwin and say, Erwin, what's going on here? And he looks over again, his eyes puffy, bruises on his face, his lips split. He says, ah, that artifact <clears throat> was being protected by the knights. <clears throat> I came in search of Talon and, and Penvro, and they overwhelmed me. I I know very little of of that object, but this this one here, and he points over to the elf. She seems to know 
She needs... She seems to know much about it, and... I... I would suggest listening to her. I head over and I start to try to unshackle Erwin. Cool. Yeah, so he's maybe saying this as, Ias, you're, you're walking over. Telnius, give me an arcana check. Fifteen. You know that you have some time with this orb, although the magic swelling from it is chaotic and has the potential to open a portal. It doesn't seem like, while it is chaotic, it is completely out of control. Like, the tendrils seem to be moving in this malleable and yet coordinated way, Mm. as if the activation of this orb and the silver running around it and through this, and I'll describe the orb one more time, it is a silver orb with three carved dragons, and it seems as if the dragons are now moving around this silver orb. And with the arcana check, you can tell that on top of there being some type of planar magic with this, there are other components in deeper layers, and this is a very powerful artifact. Okay, uh, I want to go up to the elf and say, here, let, let me help you down. What's your name? And I'll start working on getting her down. Perfect. Let me get a perception check from Kal'un. I got 10. Okay. Uh, You at least hear the swelling magic, right? And from what Ias and Quinn said, that would add a layer of concern as you're getting Talon set. But you also have two other PCs here who can help you you know, watch over Talon and watch over Penvro if you wish to go downstairs. Watch over him, please. Do not let any more harm come to this man. And then I run downstairs. Perfect. So the scene downstairs is yet the same with the swelling orb in front of you. Um, No perception check needed, but right now, as you go down the stairs... You notice your ring glowing similarly to as similarly to how it has been glowing every time you approach something of great power that so far has been connected to Juneo. Alright. Um I don't know what this means, uh, but every time I'm around something that has to do with that, um who who was that one uh it started with a j um the the god uh, the god the goddess uh Juneo. Ayes, ah thank you i what do i, what uh, do I win um my gratitude uh so every time i'm around something around Juneo, this ring of mine uh glows something fierce so this maybe has something to do with that my ring's glowing too, right? Mm-hmm. As the elf is released, uh, as Telnius, you unshackle her arms, she takes a step down and breathes heavily. How do you know that name? Juneo? Yes. I, well, 
<laughs> we barely did, really. It was honestly OSU I remembered, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. We we've heard stories here and there. We've been investigating a lot. We're in league with people that are in the know. Okay. Yeah, we're we're pretty pretty smart. My friend Telny is here. He's the man. No big deal. And as you say that, she does look to your face, noticing your golden eyes. Wait, Telny has golden eyes now? Golden oh, yeah. eyes. Why didn't anybody tell me? <laughs> that seems like an important <laughs> thing that Kowloon would Shit. notice. <laughs> it was in yeah. the episode. Okay, well, uh, retcon, Kowloon says, Wow, golden eyes. That's pretty cool, Telnius. Okay, then come back. <laughs> I'm so sorry to whoever is editing this episode. <laughs> it has already released 14 episodes before this and is going, Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I got to go back and change that. <laughs> Don't bother. She notices your golden eyes and says, That would make sense. How you would know of Juneo. I've seen these eyes before. You are a celestial. That's correct. She slowly nods. Well, my name is Izzy. I hail from the Fey Realm. It is an honor to meet you all. Thank you for releasing me from my captivity. And she puts a fist to her chest and bows. Right, of course. Hi, Izzy. Izzy, so what... What do we do with this thing here? What, what's going on? Yeah, is this thing about to rip a portal open? Well, that is what I was attempting. But the magic here is not strong enough. Wait, you did this. Uh, and she kind of shrugs. <laughs> kind of. Um, it's a long story. Uh... All right, well, how do we turn it off? That is something I am uncertain of. Oh, great. Uh, okay, so why can't why can't we touch it? I simply did not want anyone to cause a rift with lack of control. That would be bad. Oh, do you know of what I speak when I say a rift? I assume you mean a ripping this reality onto the next. Oh. Well, I can make portals, but not to different realities. So, I guess So, no. what you're saying is this could cause a tear in the fabric of this material plane and give us access to another plane. Has the potential to, but... Do, do you know what plane it currently is tied to? This one? And she gets kind of serious. Yes. Yes. It is attached to the abyss. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. I like make <laughs> eyes at, at Ias and then make eyes at Kowloon and then Erwin. And then Erwin's like, uh, <laughs> someone <laughs> heal me. <laughs> My sister is in there. And that bastard Brim Corin is in there, who we all have debt with. We need to kill him for sure. And Finn. So how do we get this to open? Benver almost sent me there. Finn is in the abyss. Oh. Yeah. We we actually need to go there. Uh, Iggy, is it Izzy or... Izzy, yes. Izzy. Uh, I know you're concerned, but I I think we can handle it. We, 
need to get to the abyss. Um, look. I have... Uh, I need to get to the abyss. But perhaps the situation at the moment is less than perfect, as there are many who could be on their way here. Um, did you take out all the knights? As far yeah. as we know, yeah. Pretty the ones we saw. I... Yeah. Okay, then we do have some time. But what we do not have are the resources. What has happened with the orb is I tried to activate it, as I have attempted before. This time with the enhancement of the silver found under this chapel. You see, I brought the orb here, but the silver around it, that is what I came looking for. That is what was at the heart of this chapel. A great power resides within it, and now the two are married. I thought perhaps this would be enough, but it is not. So you're saying we need to get it closer to the silver? Um... Do uh do you I just want to make sure you're imagining this the same way I am cuz the orb is at the center of the silver and the silver's winding around it. Oh. So it's like a quick silver almost. So like yes, a liquid exactly. silver. Okay. So yes. What you're saying is it it needs more silver to stabilize it? It, it can't just be and she's like pacing now cuz she's kind of nervous about the fact that you're just like it, we're in this dungeon right and still in a um hostile territory but she begins pacing and she says i um look i haven't had enough time i was discovered here whilst trying to figure this out and no it cannot be just any silver this silver was already magically enhanced this had some is this the artifact that people talk about being underneath uh perhaps uh if that is what people have spoken of Yes, I I suppose it would be. Um, I imagine it is what drew me to when I came to this plane, I arrived in the mountains nearby. The orb, in a way, led me to this chapel. Unfortunately, I was found out before I could escape with the orb and successfully activating it, but... Okay... I think I need more time with it anyway, because I need to figure out what exactly it does need. Okay, so how do we deactivate it so we can take it away from this place and take it somewhere else? She points, trying to starting to say something, and then turning her head, squinting, falling her fist. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, so, I, I let me let me think about this. Can I roll an Arcana check to try and figure it out? Yes, and if anyone wants to help, or if either Ayas or Kalud want yeah. to, yeah. yeah, want to, <laughs> I would like I would like to help by experimenting and casting Mage Hand to try to touch it. Okay, cool. All right, to well, let's get the Arcana check at advantage first, and then we'll attempt the um, Mage Hand. Yeah, at advantage, I rolled a five. Plus my arcana is is a plus eight, so thirteen on the first one. And then when you said advantage, I was like, great. So I rolled it again, and it was like on eighteen, and it slowly rolled over to five again. No. So, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so arcana thirteen. Yeah, this this thing is is 
powerful. There is basically two artifacts now married together, and because the fusion happened so recently, there's so much energy emitting from this, it's hard to get a, a grasp of what is needed. So okay. let's cut to Kal'un and... Do you want to attempt anything, any kind of check before casting Mage Hand, or you're just going to go for Mage Hand? Well, I just want to kind of see if Mage Hand, being a magical construct, can lift this magical liquid Quicksilver. And it's like, well, if that can, then that just kind of whatever. I can just keep Mage Hand up all day. Sure. That just solves our problems. So, Got to be okay. careful. Magical feedback. Eh, it's a cantrip. It couldn't be much. Okay, yeah. So you go ahead and cast Mage Hand and begin to slowly bring this, you know, there's a bit of a bend in reality as this hand forms and begins to reach out toward the orb. As it gets closer to the orb and begins to connect to the silver, you see the Quicksilver as it's moving in this liquefied state, it begins to slowly wrap around the hand as it draws nearer. As it gets under the actual orb, you see the Quicksilver begin to quickly crawl up the the forearm of your mage hand coming toward you. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, or if you just want it to go ahead and keep climbing, you can just let it. Sure. Um, I don't think my mage hand is actually connected to me in any way. Um, it, It... in, in a sense, yes. The, okay. the ma- It's crawling it up the magic, magic. toward you. Uh, sure, yeah. I've, I don't like having that <laughs> on me, so I'll make a, yeah. But you might like it. It's very, it's very Matrix esque. Yeah. So is that, <laughs> so is that a dexterity, dexterity saving throw? Okay, so that's eighteen. <laughs> You're gonna. Uh... It's just like in the Matrix. It's gonna connect to you and then consume <laughs> the your body, up. and then you're gonna wake up as Kalu ne- or Colin next to a microphone, just like oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was in I've the been game. in a D and D podcast the whole time. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh man, wouldn't that be trippy if like we woke up one morning and our characters, all of their experiences were just in our heads? We're just like, yeah. <laughs> well, they technically are. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, but like all of them that we haven't even played, like a full lifetime of. Experiences well, I don't know about Col- like, Colin what? because he couldn't remember Juneo's name even after I said it. Well, well no, he said Juneo and then his character pretended. I know. know. You just, told Colin Juneo's name. You I'm did not just tell razzing. Colin. Yeah, you have to <laughs> remind both. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, what was the deck saving throw? Uh, uh, 18. Okay. You have to dispel Mage Hand, but you do so quickly enough to where it even tries to wrap quickly as the Mage Hand is retracting, like, the magic of it. Yeah. It, it felt as if the silver was able to grasp onto the magical energy around it and begin to almost suck it in, uh, sucking in the energy almost, you know, like a portal or a wormhole was like, ooh, give me, and trying to grasp it into itself. Hey, that thing there, and that makes sense because I, I've i been using Mage Hand constantly since the first season, so it's like, 
I I got it down pat. I can right. I can cancel that at any point in time. Perfect. So yeah, Kowloon dodges out of the way of this tendril of Quicksilver and says, "That thing's a magic leech. It just sucked up my mage hand." Your ring as well, like especially while it was connected, and the the rest of you in the room noticed this was glowing immensely, like began to hum and pulse, I similar like, to at the altar. Hmm. I like finally got. Erwin's chain's undone. And I'm just like, hey, you're usually more careful than this. What happened? Oh, to Erwin. I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to Kowloon for a second. (laughs) I, uh, is Talon okay? Was I too late? No, he's good. Penvro's dead. I was about to thank the gods, but rather I should thank you all. Yeah, just thank Telnius. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and at that he he does kind of give a side glance and say yes it seems as if you've uh, you've brought a few surprises of your own I wink many <laughs> I and I'm here <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to move fast do you have any ideas uh, well I I have noticed both of your rings are glowing have you Attempted to investigate further what what each of your rings has and why they're connected to this. I look down at it and I'm just like, I, uh, this gym, the last time it glowed like this, I was next to the green dragon, Val Serena. I got a feeling this is dragon magic of some sort. Yes, probably the three dragons swirling on the orb. I didn't realize there's three dragons swirling. I didn't. I thought it was only one. I just rolled a critical success on an intelligence check, Arcana. Nice. I rolled a twenty-one, nice. but it was a nineteen, not a. Yeah, mine's a critical twenty, and it's a nineteen. Nice, because <laughs> I have a negative yeah. one. <laughs> yeah, there's no criticals on skill checks. <laughs> Did you really roll a two, Micah? Yeah, I got 10 total, but I rolled a 2. Oof. Um, With the 10, you still will get something. So let me come back to you after I get um, Ias and Kal'un. And also, this is what it looks like. It is except swirls, silver. except it is, it's silver, like this type of silver oh, here. Gotcha, okay. gotcha, gotcha. Oh. That's neat. Sorry, Jenna just brought me a marshmallow. Oh. No. It's nice. How is it? Except Bowie's trying to get into the room now. All right. Um, so the dragon orb, yes, looks like this with those dragons swirling, uh, but it is this type of silver. And with the over 20 and the around 20, right? Because with your investigation, you get a minus one. Yep. <laughs> so uh, with the 19 and 21, you each surmise that especially for Kowloon, who used Shatter on the large gem, the dragon heart that you saw back in Octocrag when mm-hmm. Brimcorn used the dragon heart to open a portal into the abyss. So you would get with this level of investigation that although... It is powerful, whatever this artifact is, swirling around. It is 
not enough. It is not as powerful as the dragon heart giant gemstone you saw. But perhaps the gemstone and the red ruby and silver tendrils around your own ring could be used to at least get some kind of command or control over it. And Ayas, with yours, you don't quite pick up all of that, but you do get the sense of like, okay, this is very powerful, but my ring is obviously connected to this. Perhaps I can channel it with some kind of arcane knowledge in order to get control over this orb. And Micah, for Telnius with a 10, seeing both of these creation stones, the emerald on Ayas's hand, the red ruby and the silver on Kal'un's hand, you get the sense of like this, while it is most likely dragon magic, like Ayas just said, is also connected to the creation components. So if you wish to... Amorite. Okay. <laughs> I was yeah. just going to say, yeah, yeah I was going to say, if you want to investigate further, you could pull out some of your stones. Yeah, you all kind of conclude that. And I guess, Kaloon, with the over 20, I will... That that is invest or that is intelligence based. Yeah, Kaloon would definitely piece this together. This reminds you so much of when you had the vision of Juneo when he split the heart of the mountain, and the red ruby went to one side to create the dwarves, and the silver in liquid tendril form because they were veins around the heart stone mm-hmm. went to the left to create the orcs, it reminds you of that vision. Perhaps this is a piece of the actual silver veins that were once a part of the Craigheart, which is why they would be have such magical properties because they were uh, deifically uh, used. And uh, specifically in, in- just like the silver that's spinning around the dragon orb is supposedly is, looks like that, but okay. Yes, very uh, much so. <clears throat> Boys, I I think that do you do you remember that vision that I told you both about um that I had with Juneo? Yeah. I yeah, where he like split the the heart of the mountain in half and mm-hmm. you know went yeah, I divided the 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 ruby gemstone from the silver. Exactly. Right, that's that's the uh creation story of the dwarves and the orcs. Right? I See, uh, see, <laughs> that's a language I learned about myself that I made up on my own. Uh, <laughs> Izzy's, Izzy is face palming in the background. <laughs> this, this silver here looks just like, now that I'm thinking of it, looks just like the silver from the vision that I had. And I maybe it could be connected, but also... I, I do not think that this is actually going to go off on its own. Okay, well, do you think that's enough to open a portal? Are we all agreed? Are we going through this portal? I think I think it's the best choice. I, if we can't move it, then... My concern is that it'll still be here when we need to leave, but, you know, that's a problem for future Telnius. True, yeah. <laughs> I... Izzy, Izzy says... Look, I have the ability to move through planes. I still could not summon its power here, but if you three think that you can do this 
And have you done this before? Opened a portal? Sure. I look at both of them. Yes. (laughs) Totally. Uh, I mean, technically, I have. Not to another world, but... I've I've seen the other worlds. Yeah. Guys? Have you stepped into them, though, is what I am asking. Define stepped. With your feet. How else do you step? Which Has your physical form been manifested into another plane? Ah, I once talked to a guy who did, and he said it wasn't that big a deal. I want to put my finger on her lips. Just <laughs> what I will do for you all is you can you can attempt to open the portal. Uh, Izzy is saying, "Hey, that might not be the best idea. Maybe just try to control it, and we'll try to learn more." But I will not take away the option for you to attempt to open a portal here. Um, the other option to control it is to, in a way, each of you. Uh, Ayas with your emerald ring, Kal'un with your ruby and silver ring, and Telnius with your amorite. Wait, guys. With our powers combined. Exactly, (laughs) yes. Power of song. (laughs) This whole campaign has been so that I can... Because a blue man is about to step out of this yeah, portal. Yeah, <laughs> With a green mullet. All right, let's do this. Yeah. And yeah. Erwin's going to be like, heart. <laughs> Captain no, Planet. No, Erwin, this is not for you. Fire. <laughs> Love. That's uh, not one. Wind. Stories. <laughs> or sound, actually. Yeah. You could be like fire and ice. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting the vibe that opening a portal here is not a good idea, but maybe we can use all of our gemstones to control this thing. I, yeah. Well, look, if we can't move it, then what What else are we going to... We can't just well, leave we can't it here move for it. someone we else. Can't, we can't move it while we it's can't. active. If we deactivate exactly. it, we can we can move it wherever we need. I So um, perhaps we can move it if we were to were able to get it under control that's let's just try to to calm the fuck down you know like get it get it all together yeah let's chill oh, that's a good idea tell me use use calm emotions on it <laughs> all right i want to hold up my amorite close to the orb and then look at the guys yeah i step forward with my emerald ring and i just put it out in a fist yeah, I do the same thing, but I'm looking at them like I don't think they have the dexterity to dodge this. But I'll, <laughs> yeah, I definitely experience. <laughs> I definitely don't. I'll dodge it yeah. for you. <laughs> you are correct. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ice and I will both just like grab Telnius by the shoulder and throw him. <laughs> throw him. So, so Izzy watches as the three of you slowly approach your gemstones first. The Amorite, as you pull it out of your component's pouch, you do see that it it hums with a low energy. Not as bright as Kal'un's, but still connecting and sensing that there is powerful creation magic nearby. So, as the three of you step forward, I need each of you to make arcana checks at Advantage. So this is pretty much like a group check all together. So, you know, if one of you gets a seven and the other like 25, I won't be like, well, we're going with the seven. Okay. <laughs> I got a 14. Uh, yeah, 14. 
with Dang advantage. It. I'm I'm done rolling these stupid dice. I'm getting my actual dice. Oh nice. yeah, go for Good it. Oh. <laughs> I got a 17. I got an eight. Ooh, I got a 14. Okay, so as you all slowly approach, are any of you? Okay, okay. So 17, Ias. At least attempting something like something with dispelling magic could probably help contain this and deactivate this. Uh, Talnius also gets that just with uh, 14. Kaloon, you're walking forward and your ring is be- is like humming to the point of like it's almost pulling itself off of your hand. You might have to even grip your fist to keep the ring onto your hand. You can tell that your gemstone and silver has the biggest connection to this out of the three stones. Mm. So with that comes a bit of chaos maybe reflected in your eight. So you're not sure (laughs) cognitively what to do as you move closer to it, but you get the sense that this connection is uh, strong. Can we dispel it? Yeah, does anyone want to connect a spell to what they're doing as they move forward? Yes. I want to cast uh, Dispel Magic. Nice. Okay, perfect. Very good. I was just going to shatter it, so... (laughs) That would probably work. If we cannot use it, we must destroy it! (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, with casting Dispel Magic, I need one more group arcana check just to see how casting the spell as you get closer works and the whole time izzy's just like biting her fingernails like she's just watching you all almost in awe approaching this device this is why i got my own dice i got a 22 on arcana nice hell yeah nine oh oh are we all supposed to yes one more with advantage uh, don't need advantage. Just rolled a natural twenty, so that's a twenty-two. Oh, oh we—I didn't realize we had advantage. Yes, sir. I literally rolled a fourteen again, so that's twenty-two. <laughs> nice. You uh, what was four, yours? I had to roll a twenty to get a twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you both got twenty-two, and then we got a seven with Is, right? No, nine. Oh, I'm sorry, nine. Okay, as you're moving forward, there is a a, a jolt within your heart as one uh. of the tendrils reaches out and just licks against that emerald stone. Give me a constitution saving throw. 16. Nice. Um, You don't take any damage, but you could tell that was like electrifying. It's it's like you touched an outlet, you know, (laughs) Or, or just got zapped by something with intense energy. This actually causes you, even though you succeeded on the constitution, you do recoil a bit. Like you clench your hand and begin to back up, leaving Kal'un and Telnius closest to this thing. But you can tell Telnius as you're giving the verbal and somatic parts of this spell to conjure the magic to dispel this magic. You realize even though Aias has pulled away, if you were to stop now, something bad could happen, right? Because you have that 22 oh, wow. ar- arcana. Like, okay. You are now connected, being this close, your Amorite is glowing brighter. Brighter still, though, is Kal'un's ring. So, Kal'un, at this point, you no longer need to clutch your fist. You actually get the the 
urge to like begin to open your hand <gasps> as if you feel like you can grab this not now but soon i definitely resist that urge because i don't like magical sure. things telling me what to do uh that's pretty established do i need to make like a will save or anything no you can just uh you can just oh actually yeah give me a will save in nice. this moment i get advantage on those because i gave us all a motivational speech that's right yes perfect or wisdom save sorry oh and good thing because i rolled a one that's right. <laughs> it's still the same day. We got a D8. Yup. Yeah, you you both have uh, Bardic Inspiration. I do not. Uh, okay, so I got a 16. Uh, nice, yeah. You don't open your hand all the way, but you, you realize you can't ball your hand up into an entirely closed fist. Mm. Tell me, as you finish the last part of this spell, the tendrils, the Quicksilver, like magic happening around this orb as it's swirling, activating this pulsing orb. You sense that similar to how the mage hand began to cup underneath, you are also sending out similar magic. And because of how chaotic this particular device is at the moment, you can actually visualize your magic interacting with the Quicksilver, like as if reaching around it and slowly tendril by tendril wrapping around and pocketing this thing. It I, is I, okay. encasing. While I'm holding up that, um, I'm feeling the magic start to dispel. I look at Kaloon and I'm like, this is how it's done. And then, ah, and I like force all my magic into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and with the 22, I will totally allow that as you close your hand as if closing and wrapping around it, and you just watch as it's compressing the tendrils, they begin to fold into place, lacing themselves around the orb, where once it was polished silver, there are now intricate, beautiful Celtic and Thess or rather Thessalon designs all around the orb as the silver wraps around. It's still pulsing at the last minute, hanging in the air because this thing has been floating this entire time. And as you finish the spell and close your fist all the way, <clears throat> the orb drops heavily onto the table. And with it, my hand falls and I... Uh, <sighs> oh, man. Good work. That was intense. Yeah. I did not like I, the way that thing felt. Whew. I am very impressed, Izzy says as she walks up, um, getting closer to it. She, You can tell she's about to go pick it up in, in case any of you wanted to interact before she did. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let her uh, pick I, it up. Uh, Colleen, you can, you yeah, can do something I, if you want. I'm going to let her pick it up. You guys can do what you want. Okay, right. yeah. I I was going to go over there and just, like, try to, like... Oh, uh, wait a minute. Hold on. You're, like, poking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just, like, poking it with a stick. Uh, <laughs> oh, you could do the Gandalf thing with his a cloak, wrap it in a cloak so it's just un <laughs> not actually touched. Yeah, I, yes. I look at her and go, you fool of a toque. <laughs> <laughs> She's uh, like, how'd you know my last name? <laughs> Izzy Toque. <laughs> Just kidding. Her her last name is Stardust. It's canon. Yeah. Okay. Izzy Stardust. Stardust. <laughs> uh, I, all right. 
what are you planning on doing with this? She she walks over to him before she picks it up. She says, well, I have a feeling you all aren't just going to let me leave with this. Am I correct in assuming this? Ah, well, yes, we're not going to let you leave with it. <laughs> Oi, we definitely need to get to the other, into the abyss, but you can come with us with it, or you can do whatever you want. We're not holding you prisoner, but that's coming with us for sure. Right, right. We, we're friends here. You're welcome to come with us. And to what forces here on this planet do you pledge your allegiance to? Good forces. I, mostly good. We're not with the crown, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, we are definitely not with the bad I guys. I figured that with the dead knights upstairs. Yeah. Um, you saw them? No, but you said you took care of them all. I, we're more... Um, <clears throat> well, we used to be free agents. I guess we kind of pledge our allegiance to the king of... to the Kilganon kingdom, but, like, that's... I don't know. Pledge is a strong word. Sure, no, no, yeah. I, I just... I would say Kilganon... We're, we're with Kingdom Kilganon. I... Is this a, a new kingdom on this world? Uh, I... Also, I... So, our Kingdom Kilganon is one... With a, a heart after the people. It was founded by our... Well, named after our good friend, Rory. And... We want to change the the way the crown is viewed by everyday people. Aye. We have a pier and a sewage system. And... <laughs> a tavern is currently being built. And, like, their stuff, too. We're building a kingdom devoted to unity amongst all peoples. That is a worthy cause, especially with whom your crown has aligned with. I will be very curious as to what resources you have toward magic in this new kingdom. Oh, have we got magic resources? We got a tower. Wait, he's I'm got a about tower. Building, yeah. I'm thinking about building an observatory. I got a wizard's tower, no big deal. Library mm. being built. Just got a bureau. Places like magic okay. out right now. I, it's got a big room with a chair in the middle and a bunch of TV screens all around. It's great. What are TV so screens? Sweet. It's a thing that's in uh, Harry Potter <laughs> and the Sorcerer's Stone. <laughs> I have not read that tome. That's just how we explain anything from our world. Yeah, anything yeah, from our world is from Harry Potter. Yeah, the Muggles yeah. use it in Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah I am. <laughs> okay. I will return with you to this new kingdom. If you have the resources and you have the arms to back up your kingdom, I will join you for the time being and help discover how to utilize this orb to reopen a portal to the abyss. It's very important that I return, as I can see it is important for you all. Therefore, I believe we have a truce, and with a truce should come names. Of course. My name is Aya Synthor. I come from the Sandalwood Forest. And I am Kaloon, the Iron Throat. And I am Telnius, Telnius the White, um, Magistrate of Kilganon Kingdom. She she says, yes, I, I will help investigate this. I, 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 I believe perhaps we should move as, as you all have caused a bit of a ruckus releasing us. And Erwin chimes in at this point and says... Yeah. Yes, I believe so. We 
we should probably leave soon for the Kilgannon Kingdom. Yeah, I'm like reaching down to like pick him up, and I'm gonna like help him hobble out of this place. While uh, uh, they or Kalun and Izzy are talking over the orb, um, I say, well, maybe why don't we just use someone's robe to pick it up? Um, even though it is deactivated, I will say, so the Amorite and the Emerald Stones both uh, discontinued their glow or their activation. But Kalun, your the silver winding around your red ruby, that is still a glow as you are near this orb. Mm-hmm. Well, what if his ring, like, because the ring is made of silver, right? Mm-hmm. So what if the ring, it just, like, it's still on his finger, but as you look at it, it normally is kind of muted, like, matte colored, because it's, you know, silver. But then right. uh, at the closer he gets to it, it, like, looks more and more like it's in liquid form. It's not dripping mm-hmm. off of him, but it looks more right. and more like it's quicksilver. Whoa. So it gets yes. kind of glossy yeah. in color. Right, yeah, like it wants flowing. to join with exactly, the silver yeah. that now is bound around this orb. Yeah, like as you move your hand, it kind of moves like a fluid would move on your finger. Ooh, yeah. yeah. yeah Colin yeah, looks exactly. down at his ring suspiciously and goes, Um, I tell Nias, you should do that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I pull out my Gandalf robe from my messenger sure. bag. And, and wrap it up. Izzy, like, Izzy, she just picks it up and is like, oh, sorry, and hands it oh to you gosh. as you wrap it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I just take it in my hand. And I'm a little embarrassed. Put it in my bag. <laughs> you are fine. You are right to take precautions. As ones from this world, I am not certain how the orb will react. It, uh, it is very powerful planar magic condensed into a small orb, so... As we're walking, as we're walking out, I want to spend like hang out with Izzy and talk to her and kind of yeah. And I think as you're walking out and you guys get Quinn and Rosen and start heading back to the center of the burrows, do you guys do anything with Penvro and the knights at all before leaving the chapel? I'm gonna loot the bodies. <laughs> Very yeah, cool. so I, I, what I remember, what I was thinking the whole time is like, this is the holiest place that we. This should be a holy place, and you know these people have defiled it. So I'm, I'm like trying to think about ways to, I don't know, if anyone's dead or, to or con- anyone who's like not. Yeah, exactly. Consecrate. That's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me a religion check. Oh yeah, I'm I'm good at that. All right, so that's 16. Yeah, you're able to gather up the bodies and line them in front of the front altar table at the chapel and though in life uh committed themselves to w- what you know is an evil cause, you do also understand that many people serving the crown go into it with a sense of ignorance, not knowing what right. is happening behind the scenes. With Penvero, though, uh, you can choose what to do with his body. Again, his face is contorted as the last images in his mind were these invasive thoughts, these these destructive thoughts that literally melted his brain. 
Yeah. It's like, uh, tell me this. I started a fighter out back. You want to throw a pin roller on there? Or? No. But you, you could, you have, you do know that Penvro has jumped planes. So I don't know if Telnius would want to take his body for research or anything, or if he would want to give him a burial here. I just want to give that option because oh, Telnius yeah. would know that about him. If any of them have no, any gold, I, um, I'm just scooping up all their gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to, I think this is a plains traveler now, and I think we should... We need to learn more about what effects jumping planes has on our bodies. I think we should, for the sake of science, bring his body back. <laughs> That's fine. Izzy's also a plane Wait, walker, that really too. sounds like I want to have sex with his body. That's not what I'm saying. Let's just clarify <laughs> okay, it. I, until you said it. I got to pee real right. quick. I'll be right back. <laughs> well, you know how that internet is like, it's for science, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for, uh, I, it's for a friend and for science. No reason. <laughs> oh. Well, on that note, I held it as long as I could. <laughs> and then I was like, I am about to burst if I don't just run out of here. I know, I should slow down on my booch here. Got some. I know, I'm drinking coffee and I just... I know, I'm oh, drinking yeah. a... That'll do it. Do rise. I Pomegranate. A, a water myself. Water. Water. All right. Um, as for the gold on the knights, yeah, you just find basic weapons and the and their armor that they have, which is pretty basic. But collectively, between the four of them, they had eighteen pieces of gold on them. Hell yeah! Okay, nice. And do we find any like treasury or anything inside of the church? Uh, no, unfortunately. Yeah, there's there's nothing to be quite you know quote unquote looted. The most the most um, the most expensive looking item seems to be the chalice at the front of the uh, at the front of the sanctuary. Is that the white hammer chalice? It is not. Okay. Uh, and Telnius would know that that one is located at the burning cathedral in Westbrook. Right. That's right. I I grab it and hand it to Telnius. We're like, hey, when you make a church in Kilgannon, here you go. You can. Put that in there. All right, cool. Thank you. Just right. slip this in my messenger bag. <laughs> <laughs> Just then, nonchalantly stealing from the church that you <laughs> claim yeah. to be bishop of. Okay, cool. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> I mean, you know, this church is kind of corrupt, but we're going to make one that's, like, cool, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. It's for humility. Yeah, and, yeah, they should be humiliated further. Uh, and other other than that, I pretty much stay away from Telnius. Not as an aversion to Telnius, but just because the ring kind of freaks me out. Like every sure. pretty much every magical thing that I don't fully understand after Tinny, I'm just like, mm, I don't, I'm good. I mean, that is uh, that is smart to do. That and that sounds like a you know what? Actually, for real, take inspiration because oh. you are. Acting as your as your character as opposed to what you would probably want to do uh, as a player. No, nice. no, no, no! Don't take inspiration. I get oh, inspiration. Shut up! Dang it! Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I no, almost uh, had as inspiration. We're, as we're going <laughs> I was back, so close, but Micah took it away. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so you all head back to the yeah. burrows. 
And can I make an intelligence check to see if I like what whether I think this person is a like really knows her stuff or Yeah, give me an insight check actually. I wanna yeah. just tend to Erwin and then I wanna Shoot, tend to Cousin Greg, way. make sure Cousin Greg's okay. Yeah, Cousin Greg purrs <laughs> is totally good. Still wearing sunglasses, still still rocking the 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 jaunty steps. Nice. Kowloon also stays away from Cousin Greg, but only because he's just like, I might not be cool enough. <laughs> and what did Telnius get on the insight check? 16. Cool. Um, I don't actually have to roll because you gauge from that, and as a DM, she isn't necessarily... there. The charisma about her is otherworldly, and so even just containing her knowledge and filtering it through the common tongue is already very formal, right? So trying to weave a deceptive narrative would be very difficult for her to do right, right. In, in this language of so this I, I world. I get the feeling that the words she's using... Like uh, it's almost as though it's like the surface of a very deep reservoir of knowledge. Okay, exactly. Nice. Uh, yeah, you get the sense that she is maybe even frustrated to be on the material plane. Oh wow! <laughs> um, being from the fey, the fey yeah. realm. Yeah, and she in her conversation with you does mention how both the powers of the orb and her own magic is muted while here on this on Anu, cool. this planet uh, cool. within this realm and muted meaning dampened not completely shut off she doesn't have right, right. no magical abilities but mm-hmm. a lot of her abilities are changed here She's and I nerfed. think she tries to explain that because she notes how excited you all were to open the portal, but she does mention on the way down as well something about how one must really be intentional before stepping into another plane because of the effects it can have on the body. So she actually notes that it is wise to have taken Penvro with you. Nice. So, as you guys get down, I, I feel like Talon and Erwin, are, they're walking. Oh, Nika's there, and she says, um, um, yeah, so you guys are wanting to take this body back to, uh, back to the kingdom? Aye. Yes, yes, p- please. Let me go and get Leslie, my griffin, and I can very quickly uh, take the body back without any gods or anything possibly stopping you That's along the way. That'd perfect. be perfect. Yeah. I mean, the the decay will set in soon. Yes. So, I, I will I will drop it, it at ice. your... <laughs> uh, cool. Uh, I'll put it in the freezer at the wizard's tower. Perfect. <laughs> you it's have a... the big one in the basement big enough for a human body. Yeah, there's. I've got a room down there. I've got some ice magic <laughs> casts on it. It just keeps things cold. Right, icebox. That's what I meant. Right, to the icebox, yeah. I think I got freezer from when Janessa showed me the Harry Potter book. The right. Muggles would use it to yep. chill their food. That's exactly right. It's actually not a bad name. Maybe that's what I'll just call it. The freezer. 
the walk-in nice. freezer. <laughs> I, he's working cool. on a submerged tank to keep it cool instead. <laughs> but uh, Kalun, I will see you back at the kingdom. Hi, see you there. And she gives you a hug. Yeah, fly safe. And she nods, and she rushes off into the forest, and she seems excited. She actually like jogs away as you guys make it to the town square. And like, skips the to town- the forest, dragging Pinfro's body behind her. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> she will be. <laughs> she will be leaving Penfro's body like up at the chapel because Nika was up there with y'all, uh, and she'll get the Griffin, fly to the chapel, get him, and and that way it'll be mo- more covert than dragging his body into the middle of the town square. No, I definitely like that visual though of her like not knowing what to do. We're just like, no, wait, why don't you just leave it here and come back with? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, heard like putting oh, it man. over her shoulders, fireman style. <laughs> okay, I'll be back. I'll just say he's drunk or something. The townspeople freaking out as they see a griffin fly over the city, <laughs> <laughs> and then carry and then carry off Carrying a body, a like oh god, <laughs> with an orc. <laughs> yeah, with an orc with a giant axe on the back. Yeah. We're being attacked. Like I said, more covert. Right, right. Well, it is. Don't want to cause a scene. Covert. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so y'all get back to the town square and realize it is it is time to say goodbye to these townsfolk who have helped you out. It was fantastic having you guys with us. That's true. <laughs> and his cousin Greg. Cousin Greg. Uh, paw guns? Yeah, paw guns. Yeah, gun. Jelly bean guns? To cousin Greg. They, give you a, they give you a look as the nuts hang there for a little bit. They look up to Quinn. Squint. Go for it, babe. <gasps> Reluctantly puts up their paw. Yes. Give you nuts. <laughs> I, I, I put my head down and hold it as tears just fall from my eyes. <laughs> Colin looks over at you enviously and goes, Looky. <laughs> hey, these two were really helpful. Should we uh, get them in on uh, some handshake action? That would be insane. You want to learn our secret handshake? Of course. I saw you all had a secret handshake earlier, right? We did. We uh, do. You want to show us that one? Yeah, you know, it's like imitation guns, and you just point them at each other, shake their wrists a little. Uh, yeah, like the flintlock oh, okay. pistols okay. of the Lock yes. Islands. Yeah. yeah, you could add some waste action in there on like a good day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. becomes like an anime scene where it's just colorful background, yeah. and you two with cousin Greg just finger gunning everywhere in every direction. Yeah, like sparks and fireworks yeah. flying up behind you. And then it returns, and you guys are just normal in the middle of this town square. <laughs> Just like finger gunning it. <laughs> That's amazing. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you for joining us. We I don't know where we would have ended up had we not had that immense amount of damage toward the end. That yeah. was insane. Yeah, for real. We're powerful when we're together. We are, babe. Thanks for getting rid of that stupid pen bro guy. Yeah, right. He needed to be getting off. rid of. He was such a bro, wasn't he? <laughs> His parents really did not love him. At all. You know, but you ended the line of trauma. Generational healing. Yeah, the generational (laughs) healing. Done on Hang Loose Day. Done on Hang Loose Day. (laughs) By completely murdering the motherfucker. (laughs) We flash back to when you two were discovering this, like, immensely powerful dragon orb in the basement. And we go up to Quinn, your 
taking a toke, and then your left hand, you've got cosmic brownie just yeah. stuffing into your face. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah, uh, let's show them y- your handshake. It's really That's cool. That's right. It's a little bit different from yours, but it starts off with everybody, hands in the middle. Oh, oh yeah. Yep. Spirit, Spirit fingers. fingers. Jelly fingers. Jellyfish out. Lick each other's nostrils. Lick each other's and then this last nice part, I feel something right in here. And then there's a freeze frame of everyone jumping up in the air as the credits roll. It's just like one or two of us because there's no way we all did it at the same time. Yeah. The other two are like squinting, ready to jump, but they get frozen. We're all crouched. Like five feet. Way too early. One jump. He's and like it shows of jumping. Yeah. it shows cousin Greg with bones launching him into the air. <laughs> Travel with me, if you will, to a place, a land that's filled with green. Mushrooms growing from the ground, roots sinking deep into the topsoil. Furry moss covering the tree bark. Go ahead, put your hand on the dewy surface. Feel the energy, the life just beneath your feet. Now, drink it in. Mmm, tastes earthy with a citrusy aftertaste. Wait, that tastes like my. Hey, you fell asleep at the bar again. Oh, sorry, Dex. That was my bad. <laughs> uh, you got my drink ready? You mean your green sunrise? I've got it right here. Made with Magic Mind? You got it. The two-ounce elixir. It keeps you going better than any caffeinated drink out there. And the flavor's fantastic. You've got that right. Hey, this one's on me today. Keep it up. Wow, what a guy. Folks, we're talking about a real-life potion here. This is how I drink my Magic Mind in the morning. About a cup of orange juice, two ounces of Magic Mind. You will not have a better side drink to your morning coffee than this. Uh, In fact, Magic Mind doesn't want you to feel ashamed of your morning routines of your morning cup of coffee. They love that you take some time for yourself to study or meditate upon uh, your magic for the day ahead with a cup of coffee in your hands. But the Magic Mind Elixir can go right along with your morning bean juice. You know, I've been drinking the Magic Mind Elixir now uh, for a couple of weeks. Here are the differences I've noticed. I feel more awake and alert without the jitters when I get to work. I no longer have an after-lunch caffeine crash due to the powerful, helpful ingredients in this little matcha powerhouse. I feel focused and not anxious about my daily task list. Magic Mind uses these fantastical elements to help you level up your mood and attention. Matcha, lion's mane, ashwagandha, and more. These elements help reduce anxiety, boost your memory, decrease inflammation, and include heaps of magical components like vitamin C and D, and 130 times the antioxidants in matcha 
than in coffee or your basic green tea beverage. Well, now that you've heard my story, you have earned enough XP to level up and go to www.magicmind.co forward slash rowdy, R-O-W-D-Y, and get up to 56% off your new subscription for the next 10 days with our code rowdy20, all one word, R-O-W-D-Y-2-0. Simply enter the code rowdy20, all one word, at checkout, and you'll be that much closer to improving your daily life with a magic mind. Again, go to www.magicmind.co forward slash rowdy to get 20% off your subscription. That's promo code rowdy20, R-O-W-D-Y-2-0. Go before your next long watch starts. Hello and welcome back to the cozy tavern vibes of the Goose's Gourd. I am Andrew, your humble danger mom. And laying at my feet is my sweet, sweet boy Bowie. Just napping, precious angel. We hope you're enjoying the episode so far. And thanks again to Magic Mind for supporting the show i andrew palmer was your dungeon master and creator aka the danger mom colin allen played Kaloon. taylor heidel played ias and helped with music sound design and graphic design and micah jordan played telnius we also feature some clips from amanda bantug as quinn and delaney mcbride as rose and dune thank you so much for being on the show these past few episodes. We have so enjoyed having your voices and your charm. And here they are giving their plugs. So um, I am a licensed massage therapist and personal chef and postpartum doula in Nashville, Tennessee. And you can follow me on Instagram at handtoheartwellness. Don't have the accolades of Delaney, but I am a producer. Um, you can find me at Baby Bantug, I think on most platforms, but I'm just Bantug on Spotify and all the other streaming services. Thanks again to both Amanda and Delaney. You both were amazing guests. And stay tuned with us as we have many more new guests to feature on the show. Alright, this episode also featured music and ambiance by Ivan Dutch. You can find them at patreon.com slash Ivan Dutch, I-V-A-N-D-U-C-H, or you can go to ivandutch.com. Additional sound effects were provided by freesound.org and zapsplat.com. We still have a GoFundMe campaign happening right now. If you would like to support us, we are building a studio to record sound and video. So hopefully in season five, y'all can see our faces, but we need your help to make that happen. So uh, right now, part of the campaign is if you give any dollar amount contribution, we will be naming an NPC after you, after the name provided in your donation. So head over to that link. It is down in the description 
Um, or you can just find it at gofundme.com and search for chasm quest is building a live studio. But again, that link is in the description of this episode. You can also find our merch. Uh, and I think a few holiday sales are happening right now. Go to chasmquest.threadless.com for that. Uh, and as you heard in the ad earlier, you can also go to magicmind.co forward slash rowdy and use promo code rowdy20 uh, and get 20% off your purchase for Magic Mind. Uh, don't forget, we also have our website, chasmquest.com, that has maps, wikis, uh, character bios, NPC descriptions, etc. Uh, lots of good info on there. And if you wish to um, support us on a monthly basis, which has given us the foundation to even conceive of or even begin to plan uh, to build our own studio as opposed to recording in a dining room, uh, you can support us at patreon.com slash chasmquest. C-H-A-S-M-Q-U-E-S-T, baby. Also, come hang out with us at Discord. We're just chilling there. The vibes are uh, great, and uh, especially if you are into uh, jeans or denim, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about if you're hanging out on our Discord. You can find that invite link in the description in the show notes uh, below. All right, y'all. I'm, uh, I'm pretty much just hanging out here at the Goose's Gourd waiting for uh, Taylor to get back from his planar romp. Hopefully uh, we'll meet up again someday. But until then, as always, stay rowdy. Yeah, so anything else you all wanted to do in the burrows before returning back to the kingdom? So there were like tents and vagabonds, but those were on the road to the chapel or on the road to Burrow Bridge? They were below Burrow's Bridge. They were using it as kind of like a covering from or like a shelter from, you know, bad weather and, and such. And it's on the roads to Denshire, actually. Because the way it works is the northerly road leads up to Waldsworth, and then there's an off there's a, a prong of that road before you reach the burrows that climbs a cliff or climbs like a cliff side up to the bridge, and then the bridge leads over the burrows into Westwick. Going further south, it, you would reach Denshire, taking this the southern road. Uh, and under that that bridge is this pretty much vagabond community. I would look around to see if there's like a like a herbalist potion shops anywhere, just to see if there's anything nearby. Maybe with some like healing salves, and I I would get some of those and then give them to Erwin. Oh, sweet! Yeah, actually, the forager where Rosen mm-hmm. works, you would be able to pick some up uh, for extra extra cheap perfect because you have befriended this adventurer and yeah you you are able to tend to his wounds there at the forager as well with rosen uh and he says when you two are alone like as you're applying some of the salve and bandaging him he says i am terribly sorry for what the the news 
I did not know that Rory had. Oh. Yeah, he died a hero. More than we can say for my friend Amran, I suppose. Yeah, he went out swinging, and he'll be remembered as such. He always had the heart of a hero. Very much so. And the mind for numbers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are. That's the we rumor. are very doomed without him. <laughs> yes, I can imagine the the books back at the kingdom. Must be in shambles without your numbers, yeah, guy. I don't know anything about numbers. Ias, I've, I've lost a lot of friends along the way doing what I have believed to be good. Grief can be a heavy burden. Make sure and take time for yourself to learn how you will grieve your friend. I appreciate the concern. I'll take that to heart. I think seeing his body was enough for me. A warrior's death. I'm used to that from the sandalwood. Uh, that is um, good to hear that you had closure. Aye. Well, this new kingdom, I am very excited to see it. And, yes, we'll um, be excited to collect our uh, earnings so we can make improvements. I am glad to gift this over to the movement and the castle. Have you been in it yet? I have. I haven't really given it a good look over yet, but I plan once we get back to make my rounds and really soak it in. I shall be excited to return to it. It's been many, many years. Yeah. It's getting better. We've made a few improvements. And as that conversation fades let's go over to Kowloon anything else you're doing in this town before leaving um in a similar vein I think Kowloon kind of just wanders around aimlessly for a little bit did you want to revisit the troop at all yeah I'll probably that's actually a good idea I'll, I'll visit with them and let them know about the theater that's in Kilgannon be like hey if you ever want to travel to Kilgannon uh there's a theater being built and we'd love to have you Moose scratches their chin and says, I am always up for a new stage to perform on, if you would have me. Oh, it'd be our pleasure. Aye. Perhaps I could bring a few with me, as this town has gone a bit stale as of late. Let me talk to some people and we'll see what we can do. I'll be in touch. Sure, sure. Micah, you were asking about the vagabonds under the bridge. Did you want to do anything more with that? I want to go there and I you know, go to the bakery in town. And <clears throat> I spend some time today purchasing food and you know, maybe some clothes and bring it down there. Yeah. Uh, mark two gold off of your list just to collect a good amount of clothes. Well, I don't want to I don't want to collect gold from them. I'm not charging them. <laughs> I meant mark it off. You spent two gold on Got the it, food right. and clothes. <laughs> You're going down there. Give me your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I gave you food. Give me everything you own. On that kind of same note, I want to like go up to a few vagabonds on the street, just anybody I see and just uh just walk up to them and hand them like two pieces of gold each and just be like dang keep your eyes open 
If you see me again, I'd like to hear about the happenings of this city. That's a really good idea. And they say, okay, and um, who shall we, who is it that we are answering to? As they are a bit, dis- I mean, they accept the gold, but they are distrusting. Yep. And as they don't know who you are. And I'm just like, you can call me Ken. And then I make my leave. All right, uh, make a deception check. Bat- blast from the past. <laughs> right? <laughs> 20, dirty. A. Nice. Uh, before you leave, one of them steps forward and says, But who? Who would we be giving this information to? Not you personally, but... Who is it that who is it that you answer to? I answer to the new queen. And they slowly nod and, and begin to back away. One of them smiles a bit before turning. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were gonna say one of them trips on a route as they're walking backwards. <laughs> <laughs> this dude's clumsy as fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I wanted to go back to Telnius as you're handing these things out. Um, is there anything you want to be saying to them or like anything communicated? Mm, yeah. Um, I want to say basically uh, the crown you've known is not the only crown there is. You can come to Kilgannon, Kingdom Kilgannon. There we honor and value the work and knowledge of all. Not just the wealthy, the powerful. First, make a persuasion check and take advantage because you have been kind oh. to these people. Oh, nat 20 and 11. Nice. So that's Perfect. 26. <laughs> Holy crap. Wow. Uh, yeah, they basically think an angel right, has visited them and is claiming the kingdom Kilgannon. Now we're going to do something new. With all of your current stats, your notoriety of your kingdom is at 12, meaning that you gain a plus one on notoriety checks. We're going to make a notoriety check for the first time for our kingdom to see if these people have heard Ooh. of the name Kingdom Kilgannon. So D20, just Are we add all one. doing it? Uh, just Telnius. Oh, can we all do it? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I rolled an eight. So I rolled a nat seven plus one. Although they do not ring a bell toward the kingdom Kilgannon, one of them says, it, it, I've never heard of that. Are uh, are they connected at all to the resistors? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's kingdom Kilgannon, Kilgannon kingdom, resistors, Lady Britt. That's, that's who we are. You're building a new kingdom? Yes, one... Values all. Is there space? Is there room for us? There we is been... space galore. We got like 36 lots right now. Well, I think we're down to 30 lots now, but... And one of them's like, houses. Do you have houses? Yes, that's actually one of the first things we started building, was housing. Hey, perhaps a few of us could make our way up there. We've been pushed out of the city. The rising cost of living... Some of us waiting to be let back in to see family. We don't like quite how Westwick's been run lately. Perhaps we could take a see at how your kingdom handles things. Better. 
<laughs> you hear from the distance, Kalun go, did you tell him about the sewage system? <laughs> <laughs> it's Joyce. Yeah, it's sewage. <laughs> He's right, though. We do have cool, nice sewage. Good sewer. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I would also, while I'm in town, I guess I want to send, um, since this has like probably like a, an established mailing system, I would actually mm-hmm. like to write some letters to um, Goodyear first, get him down and... Uh, send him some uh, uh, some requests for discounts on wagon wheels. Th- yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to BF request Goodyear. that he comes down and becomes the dean of uh, the Bardic College that I'm building. Perfect. And All right, I, so... Oh, I'm go ahead. sizing this... Uh, Izzy Gallop to maybe be the sage. Cool. I like that. Perhaps the small beginning of a new order of sages? Oh, the order of the sages. <laughs> Just saying. Or or scholars. The Scholars yeah. Guild, perhaps. Wait, I, I, wait. I thought that's what Order of the Dragon was. That can be, yeah. Uh, it's whatever you want. Yeah, I was going to say... <laughs> If the Order of the Dragon are very deep into the studies of magic, you would expect them to use some very powerful spells, too. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like this. And what better way to start the Order of the Dragon than with a mysterious dragon orb? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dragon ball, if you will. <laughs> yeah, if you collect all of them, you get to cast Wish. Oh my gosh, that would be so awesome. Dragon, 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 dragon ball. All right, so I believe this concludes our time in the burrows as our adventurers head back to the kingdom Kilganon. I, um, yep. I hop on yep. Tolka Perfect. and I pull Erwin up with me. And uh, Talon will join Kalun, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, it's more like Kalun joins Talon. I'm sure Talon is a much better writer. <laughs> yeah. Kalun just kind of scrambles up behind him. It's like, okay, you take the reins. <laughs> Perfect. And Nika's already well on her way. Telnius, uh, yep. you mount your horse as well as you Up begin on to, quarter. On quarter. And as you begin to ride northerly toward the kingdom Kilganon. When you all arrive, there is an air of celebration. There is a a contentedness that it seems toward the people who once slept in tents and on the streets as the housing units have been completed. 
the strongholds, the castle, all of the brush that had grown up along it has been controlled. Only bits of ivy now go up the whitewashed walls of the Whitehammer Castle, and it radiates in the afternoon sun as you ride back into the kingdom. To your right, on the way into the settlement, you notice that a large theater with an extension for a tavern has been completed to your right. And peeking up behind the castle is the repaired roof of the wizard's tower. As you return and conclude this second week of establishing a kingdom, your strongholds and upgrades to your 1BP builds have been complete. Excellent. Uh, Taylor, as you arrive at the castle with Erwin, uh, I, I imagine your horse just going up all the way through, weaving through the different tiers of the city leading up to the castle. Uh, Britt stands outside with a hot mug of tea to greet you and Erwin as you enter the castle. As you dismount your horse, you walk in. You see that tapestries have been hung on the columns bearing the old emblem of the Whitehammer family. It is against a deep blue background, uh, the cloth hanging, now presenting a a sense of royalty to this place. And they're they're new? The... Yeah, and some of them, you can tell, have been repaired, but uh, most of them are newly sewn and newly uh, put up inside of the castle. Furniture has been moved in and built, and you continue heading through and Britt actually shows you all to the housing quarters of this castle as you go up the stairs and turn right there's a line of rooms one of which one of which will be yours Aaron will also reside here uh, as will Queen Britt and a few others who you deem uh, um, accepted you know within this area uh, and Erwin takes a breath and says, huh, Much of it is as I remember, but so much of it different. A feeling of emptiness without the White Hammer family. But then again, <laughs> what am I saying? Here they are, before me. <laughs> I, I appreciate the homage to the White Hammers. I'm sure Athelstan would have been proud of this. And Queen Brit nods her head. Many more gray hairs have grown upon her now lengthening hair with the recent happenings. She nods and says, yes, will be a good memory to uphold. This was a place of joy once. Perhaps it can be one again. We are well on our way. And Kowloon, 
as you approach your theater with Talon, he he takes a deep breath. <gasps> oh, amazing. <laughs> you had this built. I, uh, you know, it's connected to the, to the tavern here, and, uh, I, you've the run of the place, if you'd like. Oh, that is much appreciated. A, a good stiff drink after the, uh, traumas of this past week. Hi, <laughs> my friend. I'll join <laughs> you later. I have to check in on a few things first. Absolutely. And as you walk through the tavern, getting Talon propped up at the bar, someone nods to you who's been tending bar, and a few new patrons coming in as it hasn't been officially like opened, but a few people have been curious and coming in. And you have, of course, like a good assortment of house ales and different liquors and wines uh, ready uh, at the, you know, at the beckoning of the crowds of Kilgannon Keep. And you walk through the tavern and you go through the door that would lead audience members into the theater part. And you're kind of taken aback at the red draped curtains, the lantern lit stage the high ceilings the balcony seating the two layers of of this auditorium type theater uh it is empty at the moment other than a few workers finishing sawing some boards behind the curtains uh but uh this is this is your place wow all right well, this is, uh, this is pretty great. I believe Telnice's downtime here back in the kingdom would probably be researching with Izzy and start getting what is to be the Order of the Dragon started yeah. in your tower. And as you walk in, it's it's miraculous what the builders of the Thatcher's Guild have been able to do. When you had walked in the first time, the draft from the sea and the creaking boards, you know, gave this place a the the feeling of a ruins, right? And as you walk in this time with the wood sanded back down and repainted and shelves built and desks. Uh, propped up you get the sense of a place of belonging now a place that can be lived in the smell of the cedar finished and the paint drying is still hanging in the air a few of the builders are sweeping up sawdust from the floor and, and nod to you as you walk in with your entourage yeah I just take a deep breath and ah this this could really work. 